0: Go, Coco, go, Coco, go, go, Coco, go, 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 go. go, Yes, Coco Golf won the U.S. Open at 19. The only one younger than her to do it was another black woman, well, black girl, which was Serena Williams at 17. In what was that year, 1999? And black girls, black women, have been winning it for the United States since 1999. No other Americans have won the U.S. Open besides black women since 1999. If it was a win, it was a black teenager or a black woman. And this year, it was Coco Golf. Let's talk about it. quick correction. There was one American win at the U.S. Open in what year was it? 2003, I believe it was, by a man named Andy Roddick or something like that. It's about 20 years ago. But since then, no man or woman other than black teens and black women have won for the American tennis uh, world, you know, the ones that kind of try to keep, well, tennis isn't the only one that can be racist. All the sports, golf, tennis, NASCAR racing, let's see, what else do we want to name? Well, we fought our way through into boxing and basketball and football. I know I've heard inklings of Deion Sanders being um, talked about because he got off the field and he's into coaching college football. And um, I guess he got his first win. I'm not into football, but I'm hearing, you know, the talk. And it's it's a lot of closed doors to um, black people in America. And the ones that you see winning is because they had a winning team behind them. It takes a village for real to break through those barriers. So you see that winner, you know, holding up the championship. But there's a team behind them. And so I'm going to start this read by taking a look at part of her team, a major part of her team. And when I say her, I'm speaking of Coco Golf. And this article was found at townandcountrymag.com from Town & Country Magazine. And the headline is, who are Coco Goff's parents? Get to know Candy and Corey Goff. Coco Goff, as Coco Goff, plays in her first ever U.S. Open final. Her biggest supporters will be cheering her on from her player's box, her parents. Candy Goff and Corey Goff. Earlier this summer, when Goff won the Cincinnati Open, she said in her victory speech, the biggest thank you to my parents. My mom, I love you so much for being my emotional support. My dad, he's the reason I'm here. The reason I play tennis. He's the reason I believe I can do this. In a press conference following her quarterfinal, at the US Open, the 19-year-old tennis star said, my parents, they're really my support system, helping me remember my clothes and everything. My dad is still sending me scouting reports every match. My mom is more so just being mom, my dad just being dad. Here, get to know Coco Goff's parents. Meet Coco Goff's dad, Cory. Corey Goff, Grew up in Delray Beach, Florida, and played college basketball at Georgia State University. He played a little tennis growing up, but not much. As Coco picked up the sport, he started as the coach. Hmm, sounds a little bit like Serena and Venus's dad. Nice. I think it helps parents when they have played as high as college or even pro, he told the New York Times. You better understand the process, and so you don't get too jittery about it. You don't feel like you're running out of time, so you're not rushed. You kind of meet your child where they're at. Nice advice. Love it. He's no longer her main coach, but definitely still supports his daughter. In the match, I try not to look at my parents too much, but definitely when I have a big come on or I scream, I look at them because they kind of hype me up, Coco said a few years back. And then sometimes when I feel a little bit tight during a match, I look at them because they just give me fist pumps. So that just shows me that everything's going to be okay. They're definitely my biggest supporters. During this U.S. Open, He's been too anxious to sit in her player's box, Coco told reporters. He has been apparently doing laps at the stadium, I heard, during the matches. Wow, poor dad. Meet Coco Goff's mom, Candy. Ah, they're such a nice-looking couple. Candy Goff is also from Delray Beach, Florida the daughter of Eddie Red Odom and Yvonne Lee Odom. Her dad, Eddie, played college football and then minor league baseball before launching a little league for black kids to play in. Nice! The Delray Beach American Little League, wow. Her mom, Coco's grandma Yvonne, was the first black student at her school, integrating her high school. She's probably the sole reason why I use my platform the way that I do and why I feel so comfortable speaking out, Coco said. Ah. Growing up, Candy did gymnastics and ran track, but decided to focus on the latter. Track and field was a second love, Candy said. Gymnastics was my first. But what overshadows everything is the love of competing. So, no matter what I was going to do, I was going to try and do my best in it because I just like to compete. In high school, she was a five-time Florida State champion in the heptathlon. And at college, at Florida State University, Candy was on the track and field team. After graduation, she worked as a teacher, but she left her job to support her daughter's athletic journey full-time. After Goff's semifinal win, Candy was seen cheering Lally from Coco's player box. Aww. Candy and Corey have two other children, sons Cody and Cameron. Okay, so the family is literally all C's and right now <laughs> that stands for cash because Coco has won over about over 11 million counting um, yesterday's win at the US Open. So, but even before that, and it's definitely not just about the money. Money helps though, because it builds legacies. And clearly she comes from a family of athletes, a family of people aware of their blackness in America, and still keep pushing forward. And using their platform and their voices to be their full selves. I love it. Getting a little more in depth to, into Coco's journey. I'm going to read this article from People Magazine. www.people.com The headline is, All About Coco Goff's Parents cory and candy goff who gave up their careers to help coco pursue tennis full-time it was written by emily weaver and updated september 9th 2023 tennis star coco goff wouldn't be where she is today without the unconditional love and support from her parents candy goff and Corey goff coco's career has been a whirlwind ever since she defeated her role model Venus Williams, in the first round of Wimbledon in 2019, the one constant through it all, her family, most notably her parents, who gave up everything so she could chase her tennis dreams. I mean, I know writers like to say that, and that's like the American way of writing a story. But Giving up everything as if like, you know, they still, they were very well, well off in order to even be in the tennis world. They're, they're pretty okay. So giving up everything. I don't know about that line right there. The person who wrote this is, is writing from a Western perspective, but their child is them. She's an extension of them. So it's, you know, everybody wins. When, you're, when your family's a unit in the way that they clearly are, that's not, it's not giving up. Even if she didn't win that, she's been doing amazing. And so them supporting her is just an extension of their own lives. This is a weird way to say, it. I gave up everything. That's just like such an American way of, of thinking. Nah, it's just how families do healthy families who have the resources to do so because they do have two other children they have two sons as well so it was just you know bringing together their resources and full support of their star athlete child oh so beautiful i love this story so much and this is only the beginning for her continuing um My dad told me I could do this when I was eight, and obviously you never believe it, Coco told reporters following her 2019 Wimbledon upset. Fast forward to August 2023. Coco not only became the first teenager, but also the youngest player to ever win the Mabadala City DC Open. So that was August of this year. That same month, Coco captured her first Cincinnati Open title. So that was two championships in August. Then September 2023, she became a Grand Slam champion when she won the 2023 U.S. Open. Thank you first to my parents. Today was the first time I've ever seen my dad cry. (laughs) Aw, dad is going through it. Oh, thank you guys. You believed in me from the beginning. My dad took me to this tournament. I watched Venus and Serena compete. So it's really incredible to be on this stage. Coco is quickly becoming a household name. She's currently ranked sixth in the world per WTA. But her father tells Teen Vogue that Coco's road to greatness isn't a story of overnight success, nor would he or Candy consider their daughter a tennis prodigy. When it comes to something like tennis, Coco works hard. This is not an accident. She might be overnight popular, but she's not an overnight success, he stated. Here's everything to know about Coco Goff's extremely proud and supportive parents, Candy and Corey Goff. They are athletes in their own right. And it gets into their, um, more deeply into their athletic history. Prior to the birth of their oldest child, Corey and Candy were on the road to becoming professional athletes themselves. Corey played basketball at Georgia State University while Candy was on the track and field team at Florida State. In fact, Candy's heptathlon performance in 1991 is still considered one of the best scores in FSU history. Okay, Candy. Coco may have inherited some of her parents' athleticism, but Corey told the New York Times it was really he and Candy who lucked out. Aw, such a proud dad. In an interview, the proud dad shared how their respective sporting experiences prepared them. For raising a pro athlete of their own. I think it helps parents when they have played as high as college or even pro, he said. And again, as the other article said, you better understand that process so you don't get too jittery about it. And it's funny that he said that, but he was still doing laps around the um the U.S. Open. Aw, I love to see it love to see such a proud dad. They have been married for more than 20 years. That's what I'm talking about. Healthy, supportive, black love. The pair who tied the knot on January 13th, 2001 will celebrate their 23rd wedding anniversary in 2024. Candy, posted a heartwarming tribute to Cory on Instagram in honor of their 19th anniversary in 2020. 19 years and counting, happy anniversary to us, she captioned the snap of Corey hugging her from behind. You and I already know the value we bring to each other and to our family. I love you. I love us. I love our life together. Oh, nice. So this is what they meant by um, giving up everything. But their jobs are not everything. Their family is clearly everything. They quit their jobs to help Coco pursue tennis full time. When Coco was in second grade, Corey and Candy knew their daughter was destined to be a star athlete. So they said goodbye to their life in Atlanta. And moved back to their hometown of Delray Beach, Florida, where they could lean on their immediate family for support. That's what I'm talking about. The whole village. Not just her and her family. I'm sorry. Not just her and her parents, but the full family and community. Committing to the sport full-time was a joint effort for the golf family. A teacher, Candy left her job to homeschool Coco. yes and they moved in with her parents to help save money, yes. As time went on and Coco's tennis career advanced, Corey eventually transitioned from his role as a healthcare executive to being Coco's head coach. Corey joked to Sun Sentinel that the family quickly went from being a single income family to a no income family as a result. They have two other children, Cody and Cameron. Coco isn't the only person in her family with a penchant for sports. Her younger brothers have inherited the golf athleticism gene as well, according to her profile for Teen Vogue. Born on September 21st, 2007, Cody is the middle child of the golf family. The youngest of the bunch, Cameron, was born on June 5, 2013, after the family relocated to Delray Beach. Growing up in Florida, mm, thankfully they homeschool them because Florida be trying it. Uh, Both Cody and Cameron have had the opportunity to play baseball at Pompeii Park, named after their grandfather, Eddie Red Odom, who co-founded the Delray Beach American Little League Nice. Ever since their kids were young, Candy and Corey have encouraged... Their children to chase after their dreams. As they've drilled into Coco, the pair just want them to reach their full potential in whatever space that may be, including sports. You come from a lineage who has done great things. We wouldn't put anything on you that hasn't been done already, Candy explained of their drive. Candy is the family mediator. Like any father daughter <laughs> coaching dynamic, Corey and Coco have had their fair share of quarrels on the tennis court. Coco opened up to Sun Sentinel about how her relationship with her dad has changed over the years and how the two are working on understanding their styles of communication better, specifically when it comes to tennis. When we were younger, it was pretty easy, Coco said, and then when I turned, I would say 12 or 13 we used to argue because he used to be annoying because he would bring tennis home and he's always around me so now we talked and we understand each other now. Sports aside, Corey and Candy are a team when it comes to raising their kids. However, Candy often refers to herself as the family mediator when it comes to resolving issues between Coco and her dad on the court. There was a breaking point and I stopped it and went to the center of the court and said, This is where if you have a problem, you come here and discuss it, Candy also said in an interview. They are their daughter's biggest supporters. Though they may have had their disagreements, Coco has a very close relationship with her parents. The superstar athlete gushed about her parents and their support on CBS this morning following her impressive win against Venus Williams in the opening round of Wimbledon in 2019. And that she spoke about in the match, trying not to look at her parents too much. Corey is almost always cheering from Coco's player box. But as said in the other article, he couldn't do it in the U.S. Open. He had to leave his seat and um, was doing rounds to remain calm. So it's, you know, at least they're being honest. There's no perfect parenting. And that's part of what goes on there's going to be disagreements, you you know. I love it, though. I love it, though. The honesty, the real is. And the real win. It's just... <laughs> the win. Let's get into it. This article... Speaking about the win, and she's had three this year. But I'm going to uh, read the article that speaks about the U.S. Open win. And this article was found on USA Today, and it's an opinion article written by Dan Wolken. Headline: Coco Golf's Maturity, Slow and Steady Climb Pays Off with First. Grand Slam title. Impressive as it is, winning the U.S. Open as a 19-year-old doesn't quite tell the right story about who Coco Gauff is. It's obvious you're a champion when you're holding the silver trophy as she did under the roof of Arthur Ashe Stadium on Saturday night after all the tearful embraces, a phone call from her brother, and a prayer to up above as her body shook with adrenaline. It's not so easy to see when the entire world thinks you're getting passed by your peers. And two years ago, at this very tournament, that seemed like it might be happening. Golf was 17 then, a child, playing against grown-ups week in and week out, going through the types of things that would never cause any alarm if she wasn't already quite famous and being propped up as the future of women's tennis. She crashed out in the second round losing 6-4, 6-2 to Sloane Stevens, a result that probably should have been expected against a former US champion, former US Open champion. But as the tournament went on, Goff's struggle to contend for Grand Slam titles started to look different when two other teenagers made the final. Though 18-year-old Emma Raduc- Raducanu and 19-year-old Leila Fernandez were golf's contemporaries. They started that tournament far behind her in career accomplishments and rankings. Suddenly, after an amazing two-week run, they had leapfrogged her. In an individual sport like tennis that is rife with jealousies and personal rivalries, where the top prospects often grow up competing against each other and measuring against each other for years before they become pros, that couldn't have been easy for golf to see the advantage she had built over her peers disappear. But when I asked her how she processed that, her response at the time blew me away. I definitely don't measure myself by them, Goff said. I just don't do that because we're all different. We're all going to have our time to shine at some point. It definitely is inspiring because we've all been close and level for a long time. I feel like I can make it to semis finals because they're doing it. I'm always going to root for my age group just because we're all kind of friends and we're all rooting for each other. It definitely inspires me. At 17, she might have already been the most mature person in the sport. What golf couldn't have known then, however, was what her career would look like two years later. Often, With the historically great players who emerge as teens, it happens very fast. Serena Williams won the seventh Grand Slam she entered. Venus Williams reached the final in her third and won on her 13th try. Martina Hinges got there in her sixth, Monica Seles in her fourth. Golf was a slower burn. This US Open was her 17th chance at a major And not winning one had indeed begun to weigh on her. It was to the point where I remember I lost when I was 17. And there was a stat. They were like, oh, she's not going to win a slam before Serena's age. It was stuff like that that I felt like I had a time limit on when I should win one. And if I won one after a certain age, it wouldn't be an achievement. It's just crazy the amount of things that I have heard or seen about myself but I'm really happy of how I've been able to manage it all. It's hard enough for any adult to remember what their mindset was as a teenager. The expectations on most of us in those years don't go far beyond going to college or getting a job or being halfway decent citizens who don't embarrass our families. But golf has really known no other life than one where other people's expectations are to become the best in the world At a brutally tough sport. And even beyond that, when a 15-year-old black girl becomes famous by beating Venus Williams at Wimbledon, right as the Williams sisters are about to ride into the sunset of their careers, there was an even higher bar for her to clear, even though she wasn't even close to a developed player. I wish I could give this trophy to my past self so she can be like all those tears for this moment, Golf said. Aww. We have seen many players go the wrong direction when the grinding reality of life as a professional tennis player and how difficult it is to win these things doesn't match up with what they thought would happen when their careers began. The tour is littered with cautionary tales of players who endure mental health struggles, stop winning altogether, burn out, and eventually give it up when they aren't meeting certain timelines or expectations. But for all the disappointment Goff endured, including losing the French Open final last year, the clarity about who she is and why she did this never wavered. At a certain point, she said, she realized life was going to be good even if the dream never quite became reality. There's a lot of relief, but it's not the biggest emotion, she said. I think it's honestly the smallest one, and I think that was what the difference was between French Open and now. If I would have maybe won that title, obviously I didn't. Relief would have been the biggest emotion more than happiness, more than excitement. Right now, I'm just feeling happiness and a very, very small bit of relief because honestly, at this point, I was doing it for myself and not for other people. Now that this burden is lifted, it's exciting to see where golf's tennis is going to go. She is not a Serena-level talent who is going to romp to a 20-plus grand slams, and she is still in some ways a flawed player. With her new coaching team, she has managed to do a better job of protecting her weakness on the forehand side, but it is still a weakness. Had she been unable to turn around this final against Irina Sabalenka and it was looking shaky after she lost the first set 6-2, that would have been the narrative of her tournament. But Goff is also still very young and there will be plenty of time and training periods ahead with her new coaching team to figure out how to get her to even another level. What she's proven over the last six weeks is she now has the game to win her share against the WTA's so-called Big Three of Sabalenka. Isn't that the one she just beat? What was that name? But you mean... (laughs) This writer is really trying it. She already clearly has the game to win her share. She just beat Sabalenka, Iga Swiatek, and Elena Ryabakina, who had won five of the last six Grand Slams. Oh, so you gotta win every time. Anyway, let me back up off my personal feelings and finish reading. That's a big, important step, and Goff's career, when you look back at it, has been all about those incremental gains Not the big solo home runs. It's telling that on Monday, golf is going to be number three in the world. The next highest ranked teenager, Linda Noskova, will be number 41. Wow. So out of all the teenagers, so everybody else in the top five, well, everybody else in the top is our adults. The next highest ranked teenager is number 41. So she's not even kind of mentionable next to golf right now at this moment. So maybe golf was right two years ago when she said she didn't compare herself to others. On Saturday night at Arthur Ashe Stadium, she was indeed peerless. Ashe. <laughs> Could not well. I could, but I don't want to do this episode on Coco Golf without acknowledging her U.S. Open speech after her win because, yeah, it's quite memorable. I found this article on what's this? www.msn.com, written by Michael Hinks. And the headline is Coco Gauff thanks the doubters in stirring U.S. Open 2023 final speech as Barack Obama leads tributes. Flushing Meadows. Coco Gauff delivered a stirring speech upon sealing her maiden Grand Slam title, thanking her family but also her doubters after winning the U.S. Open final against Irina Sabalenka. The American, nineteen-year-old, headed into this match as underdog, but remarkably recovered from a set down to beat the number two seed. Wow! So, yeah, Sabalenka is the number two seed. What well, was? Two six six three six two on Saturday, in the emotional scenes that followed inside Arthur Ashe Stadium, golf dropped to the floor in celebration before heading over to revel in the moment with her team and family and during the trophy presentation came statements that would have been worthy of a mic drop with golf claiming that those who didn't believe in her were merely adding fuel to her fire i want to say thank you to the people who didn't believe in me a month ago I won a WTA 500 title, and people said I would stop at that, she said. (laughs) Two weeks ago, I won a WTA 1000 title, and people were saying that was the biggest title I would get. Three weeks later, I'm here with this trophy right now. I tried my best to carry this with grace, but honestly, to those who thought you were putting water on my fire, you were really adding gas to it. And now, I'm burning so bright right now. Last but not least, thank you to New York. Thank you all. This means so much. Perhaps the most touching moment during the aftermath, though, was Golf's embrace with her dad, who has supported her throughout this journey and in more recent years has found himself too nervous to watch from the player's box, instead doing laps or pacing around in suites elsewhere on Ash. Thank you first to my parents. Today was the first time I've seen my dad cry. He thinks he's so hard, <laughs> but thank you guys. You believed in me from the beginning. My dad took me to this tournament watching Venus and Serena compete. The congratulations soon flooded in on social media with former president Barack Obama leading the tributes, saying, we couldn't be more prouder of you on and off the court. And we know the best is yet to come. Goff goes down as a popular champion who has realized a dream having first burst out onto the scene at Wimbledon in 2019. A French Open runner up last year, Goff then suffered a shock first round exit at Wimbledon just a few months ago. Yeah, the ups and the downs. But incredibly, she bounced back in style winning titles in Washington and Cincinnati before clinching the U.S. Open. It means so much to me, she added. I feel like I'm a little bit in shock in this moment. That French Open loss was a heartbreak for me, but I realize the Most High puts you through tribulations and trials, and this makes this moment even more sweeter than I can imagine. I don't pray for results. I just ask that I get the strength to give it my all. And whatever happens, happens. I just knew that if I didn't give it my all, I had no shot at winning. Arena, Arena, Ariana, Arena's Ariana, an incredible, incredible player. I'm so blessed in this life. I'm just thankful for this moment. I don't have any words to be honest. She don't have any words. <laughs> She thanked those daughters though because she knows they're talking. She hears you. We know. She's young. She's 19, but she knows. Many, many more blessings to Coco Golf and whatever she decides to do. Even if she doesn't do anything else in the world of tennis, she's done it all. Three championships in a row, back to back. We just like, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago. Man, she's incredible. She made history at 19. It's only up from here. And the, the the black girls that she is inspiring in the same way Venus and Serena and Sloan inspired her. And Naomi Osaka is, you know, she's you know, on the field too. On the field, on the court as well. It's just that she plays for Japan. But to all the other players out there, in whatever sport you're in, the sport of life, we win when we don't give up on ourselves. Ashe.